I'm just eating an ice cream, sorry. It's <laughs> alright. What one are you eating? A unicorn cornetto. A unicorn cornetto? Is that just basically like mm. multicoloured cornetto? Yeah, unicorn. Different coloured, um, <clears throat> you know, sweets on the top and stuff. Oh. If you wanted them, but you don't like them. <laughs> oh, bloody kids. How can yeah. you not like it? What's there not to like? Strawberry flavoured flake, I think that put her off. Strawberry flavoured chocolate? It's chocolate, but it's strawberry flavoured. Tell the best, to be fair. Mm. Just pull it out and carry on. Oh, Betty. <laughs> <laughs> Hello and welcome to the We Don't Go Out podcast with me, Ant, and I'm here with Dave. Hi. And we will be talking about our film club at the end of the show, where we will talk about 13th on Netflix and American Sniper on Prime, which we've both watched for Film Club. Uh, but first, we're going to talk about what we've been playing and a little chat about um, Xbox and where they're headed. Um, but we'll start first with what we've been playing, uh, which for me has mainly been The Last of Us 2 and Pez, but with a little bit of Ring Fit on Switch, which I bought. Um. Mm-hmm. I'll start with that. It's um very basic, the, like the actual game part, but the exercise type is really good. Yeah, yeah. You can do the uh, basically for anyone who doesn't know, it's a switch game, which is a keep fit thing. You put your right Joy-Con in this big ring, which has got like a resistance thing, so you squeeze it or pull it, and it resists, so it builds your muscle. And you put the left Joy-Con in a leg strap on your left leg so it can tell what you're doing with your legs mm-hmm. and then you run through these uh, linear worlds doing uh, squeezing the ring con pulling the ring con to do various things along the course and then every so often you hit an enemy where you do like a, a face off and you have to do proper exercises to defeat like the enemies and stuff. yeah squats uh, like a few yoga moves uh, lots of squeezing the ring uh, you like yeah. you squeeze it in, hold it, release it, squeeze it in, hold it, release it, and then do that for half the reps. And the end, it's like go quicker. You just squeeze it loads really quickly. Yeah, it does kill after a while because you like set it for your own difficulty. Like my little girl's playing, yeah, and she does like four reps, mm-hmm. and then I do it, and I'm doing like it Oof. feels like I'm doing like twenty. <laughs> it's a lot going on. Yeah, and it was really working me out because um. I'm struggling to get back to my my uh, 10k distance, which I usually run. I'm mm-hmm. struggling to get back there, so I'm just doing a bit of extra exercise, stay a bit fitter. Yeah, and it's really good. Um, enjoying it a lot, and you don't have to do the story. There are um, you can just do the exercises where you exercise, work on. Yeah. yeah, it's like work on your abs, work on your legs, work on whatever. And there's a cool thing actually where you get the ring with the switches off. You press in the right uh, 3D stick and then you can do reps with it and it'll just mm-hmm. record it with the switch off. So while you're watching telly, just do some reps. Okay. Stretch them, rep them above your head. And you do this one where you put it on your shoulder Yeah. and then you like squeeze it down with your, your arm. Yeah, I see what you mean. Yeah, it's really good. Is it? Yeah, I'm really loving it. And there's like uh, rhythm games in there as well. And always done a few of those. I haven't touched that yet. Mm. But it's good. It's got me got me moving a little bit. 
Yeah, it's one of those things, isn't it? Comes in stock, goes out of stock, comes into stock, goes out of stock dead fast. Yes. I imagine most people who own one don't touch it after two weeks. <laughs> <laughs> well, probably. Well, I think once lockdown's officially eased and everyone's back to normal. Yeah. I mean, it's good while the gyms were closed. Not that I go to the gym. Yeah. I, I like it. I prefer doing this sort of stuff. It, it Obviously, it tracks everything. It does a really clever thing with the, um, you know, the... I don't know what it's called. Is it IR sensor on the bottom of the right Joy-Con? Yeah. At the end of exercises, you put your thumb on that and it takes your pulse to do your heart rate. Yeah. It's very clever. That does sound good to be fair. Yeah, so it checks your heart rate and you do all your stuff. It obviously talks you through everything. Yeah. It's really good. Very good. It's a step up from the old Wii Fit they used to do, which I didn't think was bad. I only used that bit three, four times, the old Wii Fit. Did you have the board? Yeah, the missus had it, yeah. Yeah. This is a lot more, um, I'd say, proper exercise. Mm. Yeah. How long will you do it for, do you reckon? <laughs> I'd like to keep doing it, like, constant. Yeah. I'd like to do it every day, but it's not going to happen. <laughs> no. <laughs> it's taking time because I'm still working, I haven't stopped working like you. Yeah. So it's just not possible to do it every day. Uh, but yeah, I, I do want to keep going with it, and I will. I do sit there in the evenings doing the reps once the uh, with the telly, just watching telly doing some reps. Yeah, which is good. Yeah, I mean, I'm enjoying yeah. it. I recommend if you want to keep fit. No, I wouldn't recommend it as a game, but if you want no. to keep fit, it's, it's a good place to start. Apart from that, though, yeah, I'm trying to buy a bike. They're fucking sold out everywhere. Oh, not that I've got an exercise bike and dumbbells. I just, I'll just stick with that. I don't like my bike. (laughs) (laughs) I can't bother actually riding a proper bike. That just bores the shit out of me. Really? Yeah. The other way around, I'd get bored on a still on a static bike. No, I like that because I'm doing that to burn calories, cardio. When I'm riding a bike, I just, yeah, I'd rather walk. Yeah, I've been trying to get a bike. I got used to free parking where I worked, and now they've put mm. the prices back on because everywhere's opening up. I'm like, God, this actually costs a fortune to come to work. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get a bike. <laughs> <laughs> but they're sold out everywhere, literally. Yeah, they are hard to get out of. Yeah. There's a bike shop in the, my village that does quite professional, mm. high-end stuff. I've even been in there, and they're like, there's nothing. <laughs> no. We've got these like five thousand, six thousand pound bikes. We've got those in the stock and electric oh, bikes. Yeah. Oh yeah, those. Yeah, loads of those. But the everyday run of the mill bike, like a mountain bike or even like a I call it a hybrid, where it's part mountain, part road. But none of those. Mm. Not for the price I want to pay anyway. He's like, no. I can put you on the waiting list. It'll be about September. But yeah, but I was not that. Hey. My mate had come around earlier, he went to get a bike today, and he says they told him um, he won't get one before September. Yeah. But uh, you can go on a waiting list, I'm like, for which bike? He's like, we don't know. They <laughs> just send us anything at the moment, because anything sells. I'm like, yeah. <laughs> so I can get yeah. a bike when the weather starts to get shit, that'd be good, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, sounds better, <laughs> don't it? Awful times. But that's a side <laughs> rant, didn't mean to go on about that. Um, (laughs) uh, the other games I've been playing I haven't been playing enough of The Last of Us 2 because that's been out a while now and I'm 
lagging. Um, I know no, I we were level for a little now. while. Say again. I said I thought we'd about finish that by now. I know. I thought I'd blitz through it and be on to Ghost of Tsushima. Tsushima. There's no tut, is there? Yeah, there is at the start. Yeah, but you don't say it, I don't think. Oh, you don't say it to Silent Hill. Yeah, it's a Tsushima. Wow. I know. <laughs> I've been like, oh, damn it, I've been saying it wrong. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I thought I'd be on that already. I haven't even bought that, which I'm glad, because I think The Last of Us is going to take more time than I realise, and hopefully it'll be a little bit of a price drop on that by the time <laughs> I get to buying it. These things I've... always work out for me. I'm guessing you've paid full whack for it, Dave. Yeah, I have, yeah. You know what I'm like. <laughs> yeah, full whack. Uh, but you are now ahead of me in The Last of Us 2 by a whole section. I hope, I don't know, Hope I say hopefully. It's Thursday tomorrow, isn't it? Yeah. So I'm hoping I can finish it before I go away. So I've got Thursday, Friday, Saturday to try and knock as much time off it as I can. But I'm not going to rush it at the same time. Mm. I'm not going to ruin it because I've been enjoying the way I've been playing it. Yeah, I, I've I've liked not rushing it. I've not been purposefully yeah. savouring it. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I do enjoy how I'm playing it. Um, I think you could have easily been ruined if I'd have just blitzed through it in a weekend, like some people. I'm not saying other people haven't got enjoyment out of that, but I think I wouldn't have tucked so much of it in or mm. thought about certain things that have happened as much as I probably should have. Yeah, I'd find that when I blitz through a game really quickly. I love it, I enjoy it. Mm. But when I go to try and think about the game... I've forgotten huge bits. Yeah. Because I've done it all so quick. Yeah. So I will probably remember this a little better than most games. Yeah, but I'm I know really you mean, yeah. enjoying it. It's really good. It is. I don't really want to say too much because obviously you can't help but talk about the story in it. But the, I mentioned it before the combat in it's just fantastic. Mm how diverse it can be, you know, from, like, planting mines to throwing grenades to distracting people with bottles and bricks to, um, you know, stealth in a whole section or just going all out gang warfare, depending on the ammunition um, amounts. I always go stealth, do you? I always try to start stealth, yeah. Yeah. I always do try to start stealth just to save on ammunition, but then, you know, sometimes it goes a bit higher. Well, like, I've got to be honest with you, I struggle to... um, lose the dogs like I've probably killed every dog in in the game and I've seen oh. some people complaining about that but I just can't lose the scent I can throw the bottle but then I'm just like it's gonna yeah I know some people have said you can like stealth through near enough like whole sections in it about killing but I don't know kind of because I'm on this rampage of vengeance I just feel like it kind of feels right <laughs> <laughs> to just slaughter everybody in the path yeah I mean, I haven't. I've seen the dogs. I see. I saw them go into a building that I'd already snuck out of. Oh, in a cutscene. Okay. I knew. I knew. I knew they were coming. Yeah. Um, but I, I haven't actually had to deal with dogs yet. Yeah. I'm There's only one that I think that you have to kill in the game, and mm. that, that's more of a cutscene, um, like interactive cutscene. But before then, you come across many dogs. But one of my favourite things about it is, um, and I've seen some people complaining, but. It's what, it's how the AI have names. People complained about that. Yeah, people saying, "Oh, he's trying his hardest to make you feel sympathy for the bad guys." But at the end of the day, like, all he's trying to hit home there is they're just people, and they are, even though like they might be on what we believe the wrong side of the story, they are just going to what to call it, aren't they? They are. They probably do have friendships and whatnot. 
Yeah, they have friendships, they have bonds. They have, yeah. It's, they, they are people, like you say. And I think it's it, just, like, it feels more real because they've all yeah. got every it's NPC like the, has a name. Like, you know, like in Star Wars, they had the Death Star, and it was like, oh, but, but those people who occupied the Death Star are going to be friends and families and yeah. like, go yeah. drinking after the shift's finished and whatnot. So that has to be in there as well. Like, and I liked it. I think it's a great touch when you can hear people saying, like, um, oh my god, it's Laura! Like you're like, oh god! Like yeah. and then you know, like just little things like that. And like if you if you kill someone in the middle of a conversation, um, that's it. They're aware. You know what yeah. I mean? If they don't answer back. You kind of have to wait. Mm. But it's good to wait as well because sometimes it's just nice to be nosing, listening to what they're on about. Oh, I love that. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I think my favourite thing, not favourite thing, but. Probably the best feature, one of the best features, I should say, in the game is the safes. Oh, I've had to leave one safe and it really annoyed me. But yeah, I th- I'm sure I had the code. You don't need the code to unlock the safes. What'd you do? Well, when you turn in the digi, if you listen, when you hit the right digi, it makes a different noise. <gasps> I did yeah. not know this. Yeah, so if you, if you can't find the code, because on some parts of the game, You'll find a safe, but then you might not find the code until you've left that block, that building, and found another building, and then you have to backtrack. Mm. But I, um, my friend told me about, it, and he said to me, the safes, how realistic it is that if you're clicking through them, when you get to the right digit, it'll make a instead of a, it'll go, ah, and then you know you got the right one, but you've got to listen carefully. And it's like the little things like when, when she does pick stuff up, she doesn't just keep putting it out with the same arms. She uses both arms mm. to pick stuff up. And then I just love it. I love the amount of attention to detail in it. It's so good. It's such a good game. It is, yeah. I, I wonder how much of it is the attention to detail and the story and the world and how much of it is game. If it was just game without a decent story, would it be... Obviously, it wouldn't be as good because that adds a lot. But would the gameplay hold up? Uh, well, yeah, I think so because I think like we always say, gameplay is king, isn't it? It is. You've got to mm-hmm. have good gameplay first and foremost. I mean, I know people go, "Well, you like heavy rain." That ain't but that hat makes up. It's got a good um, immersion. I find with the Quantic Dreams games, even though Beyond was a bit cack second half. But I find that they. If you like those games, you like those games. Mm. But when you're playing a game in a different genre, there's certain things you expect. And Uncharted, and I'm not Uncharted, sorry, The Last of Us 2 goes above and beyond. Uh, like, if you walk under a bus stop and there's water dripping off it, I thought, I'm going to walk under that. And she 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 pulls her neck down and lifts her shoulders up as if to say, ugh. <laughs> and then, like, you know, like you come out the water and it's, it's dripping down, you're still off your clothes. And I just love stuff like that. The only thing I'd say which is poor in it is, when you go into certain rooms, sometimes stuff is hidden away behind um, glass panels or showers. Mm. And you can't just open the shower door to get the stuff. You have to smash it. And you're like, really? That's that's silly. <laughs> because surely she'd just open the shower door and grab that ammunition on the floor or whatever. I do like the fact that when you go into a gun store, there's ammunition. And when you're, say, like on the park... There's lots of beer bottles and stuff because mm. it seems to be like the stuff you need to find is in places where you'd expect to find it, like medicine is in the bathrooms and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. I, you, If I see a bathroom or not, there's bound to be some medicine in there. Yeah, or, some of the tablets and that. Yeah, or a garage. There's going to be yeah. some, like, mechanical parts. 
I don't understand why the tablets are used for upgrades, though. <laughs> it <doesn't laughs> it's very gamey. It's very gamey, isn't it? Yeah, that bit is, yeah. Yeah, I love the upgrade, the upgrading the weapons as well. I think that looks amazing the way they've done the gone to that yeah. level of detail and stuff. But that's so good. Yeah, I can't and wait I think to have I'm... a proper spoiler chat. When we've both yeah. finished that, we're going to spoil the shit out. Well, of I think I've just reached a part which apparently upsets lots of people, so we'll find out now. Ooh. I don't know anything about the story beats. I no, didn't don't. Know a I'm thing. not going to say anything to you. Mm. Right, let's move on. The other game I've been playing is Pez, and I know what you mean now about the computer not letting you win. What was that then? You said that sometimes you'd be playing a game and yes, you just yeah. you, you just can't win. It won't let you win. Yeah, and when they get a free kick, they score like nine point five oh. times out of ten. It's yeah, like that's really annoying. And, and if it ran the end, you're like, well, here we go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, oh, it's so difficult to... I mean, I'm third at the moment in the league. I think I finished third last year. Yeah. And um, if I drop points, I'll often find that the two teams ahead of me will drop points. And I'll yeah. feel like, oh, if I'd just not messed that up. Yeah. But I'm sure if I'd won, they would have won. <laughs> it's really annoying. That wouldn't shock you, would it? Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, frustrating. I won the cup in my first season, but not the league. Mm-hmm. I'm out of Europe this year already, and I'm sure it was just dicking me over. It was not letting me, not letting me progress. What level, difficulty level are you playing on? I haven't tweaked it. It's whatever the middle one is. Okay. What is what? I don't know where it starts on. I think that's what I'm playing on. Yeah. Um, did you know they're not releasing one this year? Pez 2021. Oh, aren't they? Because of the COVID and the well, no. season league. No, basically what's happened is they they use Fox Engine, don't they? Mm. And I think Fox Engine, it's either old or the licensing's run out to use. Whoa, that's horrible um, to use it. So they're going to use Unreal Engine 5, I think it is, for the next game. And they showed off a little trailer, which was pretty impressive, of the model of mm. Messi. Um, so them using that and they've said, because we want to spend two or three years, whatever it is, making our new next-gen version of PES, we're just going to release a season update this year at a very reduced price. So the same game, but with all the updates and that, which is a bit crap, really. In my, it's good, but shit, because <laughs> Pez doesn't have many licenses, does it, to update? No. So I've seen some FIFA players saying, you should do the same FIFA, EA, blah, 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 blah. But I thought, well, that's bullshit, because EA have got to update all the kits that they've got, home mm. and away and third kits. They update all the facial likenesses. And they always have all the Premier League stadiums. So Leeds have got other stadium added. Mm. Um, and, and a coughing course is coming up. Um, West Brom and I guess Brentford or um, Fulham, by the look of things. But Brentford's, I don't know if Brentford's new stadium's finished. Anyway, so I thought, oh, that ain't bad. I might look into the price of it. And um, I think it's 25 or £30. Pound. And I thought, someone says, oh, they might get it as an update. And I thought, well, I think that's a bit steep. That's really I don't steep. I think that's a bit cheeky, really, because it's not even 50% off, and you're not getting a new game. You're just getting an update. And I actually said, well, I'll probably just go on eBay and buy a bloody stick for 10, 12 quid. <laughs> no, that's what I, I don't know about you, but I'll, I'll just buy a USB stick with all the updated kits. Well, I'm, to not, be I'm not even playing with the original kits. I'm just Aston RB. I'm not even Aston Villa. Yeah, you, yeah, I know what you mean. I need to send you that stick, don't I? Well, you might as well wait until the new one comes out. But yeah, 
But to be fair, if I can manage to get my hands on a PS5 before Christmas, I'll probably do what I do all, all the time and buy FIFA. Mm, I always, I've, FIFA. <laughs> I've always had FIFA on the when it comes out. It's at Christmas on the new system. I like need that football. Yeah, just no. Yeah, I suppose it's like a tra- tradition. But I was looking at the FIFA and that they have um, they're updating the cream are quite in depth. But to be fair, mm. one minute. Carry on, mate. You were talking. <laughs> oh yeah, so, uh, yeah. They did the um, they've updated it where you can do the manager mode, the career mode with um, you know the board like a manager game with the doctor running around the pitch. Looks like they've done that as well this year. Hmm. We'll wait and see, but you know. I'm not, I don't think anyone who pays twenty five quid for a small update on Pez is mad. Yeah, I mean, you know, they could have just says, "Look, if for me, I'd have been tempted if they says, look, we're not making a new game, but we are going to make um, adjustments to the current game. So, like those AI issues you're all been moaning about, we're going to try and iron them out and you know uh, work. They could have worked on the AI and everything in that year, couldn't they? Yeah." Yeah, I mean, twenty five quid for small dots. If if they're not changing anything, no animations, no AI tweaks. Yeah, it's it's almost like asking for um, a Kickstarter for the next game. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I only paid a fiver for the full game this time because I got I'm it really late. Yeah, it'll go in the sale quickly. I think. So for pre-order at the moment for £25, pen, and they're, they're saying they're going to release a physical version, retail. So when they release the retail version, obviously it'll have um, a case, and they'll probably have the Euro 2020 logo and all that on there. But I just think, if you haven't bought it this year, then yeah, it is a good, it's not a bad deal. But if, mm-hmm. if, you, if you already own the game, then yeah, it's a bit of a crappy deal, in mm-hmm. my opinion. Yeah. But that's, that, you know, that's what's going to be in... They'll probably sell a load in Brazil because they, I think they have the Brazilian leagues and that in there, don't they? Well, that's America. true. Yeah, there'll be some places that do. Where and that's where they sell most of the games, yeah. apparently. So, mm. Mm. yeah, I'm sure the Pez before this, they even they had more teams. Then they had Liverpool, which isn't in this yeah. one. They had Arsenal. With Arsenal are in this one. They've only ever had two a year, mm. and they usually change them. So I was hoping, I was thinking, oh, if Leeds went up, I wonder if they'd like go a bit cheap and go, well, we'll have Leeds, because that's probably a cheaper option for us <laughs> than Liverpool or but no. Oh, Manchester United, the pro- are they the proper man? No, they're not. They were, they're not now. The Man Red, aren't they? Not Man much. Red and Manchester B, the Blues. They're top of the league in my league. Are they? Yeah, Liverpool second, me third. And I mm. fucked up against Liverpool. I was 1-0 up for the whole game in the 86th minute. They got a free kick. It just went smashing in. And then it went in, yeah. yeah. Bollocks, eh? <laughs> it always does. Yeah. Oh, so annoying. <laughs> I think I've got them in the League and the league Cup next. Liverpool. Yeah. Just throw it away. <laughs> just what? Just throw it away. Let them have it. The chaos. <laughs> the AO's going to beat you anyway if it wants to. But I think in the cup it's a bit different. In the league, I think it manipulates yeah, I know it what you more. Mean. I just play all out attack constantly. I do. I don't change that at all. I keep it balanced. No, no mine goes all the way all out attack because when you're playing the best teams, they struggle to um, 
they struggle with it basically. Yeah, you might open to do um, attacks, but it depends if you've got decent attackers and not but Do you play with one or two strikers? Uh, one, but my centre backs usually end up going up front in that formation when you go all out attack. <laughs> which is annoying because I'd rather a midfielder goes and the defender stay in defence. Yeah, that seems an odd decision. Yeah, it's just bollocks. You can probably it's... tweak that in the in depth menu. You can turn the centre back forward, but it doesn't give you the option to change to midfielder unless it's changed since I last did it. I don't. I don't dabble with any of that. I've got the. No. I've got the formation that Villa had, and I don't yeah. tweak it. Anyway, (laughs) you've been playing one other game, and I'm going to try and pronounce it. Hang on, it's called Taiko no Tatsujin Drum and Fun. Is that what it's called? That's that's how I'm (laughs) saying it. (laughs) It's just a drum game to me. It's all right, man. It's. I guess it'd be a lot more fun with the drum, but the drum's ridiculously priced, and it plays fine with a pad anyway, because there's only about three or four buttons you need to use. I don't think it's four. I think it's two or three. Might just be two. I think it's two. I remember the yeah. demo was two. Yeah, it's two. Uh, but um, the song selection's really good on there. There's some like proper J-pop stuff, like and, <laughs> and Japanese. Is it heavy metal or rock? But the, for the most part, it is good and. I play every song through on easy than normal. I try to progress to hard and extreme, but some of them are just impossible. And I can't <laughs> impossible. Be... So just for anyone who doesn't know, it's yeah. a rhythm action game, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. It's, just... um, but it's just a drum. There's no change in instrument. Well, you can make the instrument sound different on the options, but it's just a drum. Yeah. You hit the drum or you hit the side, and it's, it's a red icon or a blue icon or a a big red icon, which means both sides of the drum, or a big blue icon, which is both sides. And it's relatively easy until you go on the hard and extreme, and then it, it goes absolutely mental. And I just, I haven't got the reflexes. Yeah. Two, two, even when I play the song over two, three times, I just can't press the buttons fast enough. Oh, God, that goes that it's quick. Fun. It is fun. Yeah. Look, because, you know, like there's a gap between the drums on normal then they start to overlap when you get to the hard and extreme. So it's not like, do, do, it's like, do, 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 you know what I mean? Like you need to yeah. be pressing the second one halfway through the first one. And mm. I just can't, my brain doesn't work it that <laughs> fast. Oh, I did. I really enjoyed the demo, but I just, it's just not a game that I think I'd ever just would just play. Do you know what I mean? Mm. It'd be there and I wouldn't, I just wouldn't play it. I know what you mean. Mm-hmm. I probably won't play it very often, but it's just every now and then. Sometimes I'm sitting there and I think, "What do I want to play? What do I want to play? What do I want to play?" And sometimes I'm only in the mood for 15 minutes, and that's all right to play. Mm. Is it um, two player? Yes, it is two player. Yeah. Mm. There's an what? online mode and all that as well, but um, the online mode's clever in this. Well, not clever, but it, um, you you just play against people's of high scores and ghosts, which is uh, good. Okay. So you don't have to worry about the servers being full. Can you play against uh, specific high scores? Like, I could find yours and play that. I don't know. I haven't played it long enough to do that, to be honest with you, because you have to play three or five songs to rank yourself. Mm. But I haven't done that yet. You haven't even played five songs? Oh, Not online. 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 online now. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Yeah. It is a good game. £10 at the moment, isn't it? I don't know if it still is, but I paid £10 and I think it was worth that. I mean, don't get me wrong, I think it's probably worth 20, 30 quid, but 
because uh, you can buy a load of summer supple if you want, but for 10 quid, you just can't moan because there is easily like 20, 20 really good tunes in there. Mm. And if you want the one that comes with the plastic drum, that's a Switch exclusive, and it's mm. about £150. <laughs> yeah. And it's not even a big drum. It's tiny. No, it's tiny. It's like a bowl. Oh, God. Oh, Nintendo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, Nintendo Namco, isn't it? Yeah, oh, it is Namco, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So that's all we've been playing, because we've been busy. That's why we haven't recorded for so long, anyway. Yeah. Hard, man. Life has gone bad. Life has gone bad, yeah. It's all a bit crazy, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Slowly beginning to feel a bit more normal. How about you? Yeah, but I've been working, haven't I? So it hasn't really um, affected me too much until the weekends. But since we've had the football back and I've watched loads of football, it's just felt back pretty much normal. To yeah. me. Went shopping the other day because we had to get some stuff for our holiday, but I just... <laughs> I've just started to feel really faint wearing the masks in the shops and I says to the missus, I'll, I'll be doing that again. <laughs> That's your excuse and you're sticking to it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's horrible. Like, just getting warm and I said, I feel like I'm going to pass out, but I was all right once I took the mask off. Don't you guys wear them while you're doing your job? No, we don't. I don't have to, do I drive in a truck? No, I suppose. Yeah, we so. wear them at, at wherever I am, but we wear the plastic face coverings. So yeah. Less issues breathing. Voiser. Yeah. But even those on the stairs, because it's blocking the air directly in front of you, it's harder to get a yeah. deep breath. And I never walk upstairs. I'm always bounding. Yeah. So by the time I get to the top, I'm surprisingly out of breath. Yeah. I'm like, Jesus mean. Christ, how do I run a 10K? Knackered <laughs> yeah. on the stairs. Yeah, yeah. It's just, I suppose, a new way of life. Got to get used to it for a period of time. Yeah, sadly. Mm, I hope it's gone for Christmas time. I really do, but... Wishful thinking. Yeah, it is, mate. It is. Yep. All right, let's move on from the doom and gloom of coronavirus <laughs> to um, talking a little bit about Xbox and where they're heading. Mm-hmm. I'm going to let you leave because you know more about Game Pass than I do and that seems to be their big selling point. All right, so let's go back to... We're not making a direct comparison here. We're just we're looking at different companies. So we've got Nintendo and Nintendo's always been about good first-party stuff but also top-quality hardware. Yep. Cause never really had fail rate, big failure issues, have they? Well, the Wii... Yeah, yeah, but it wasn't. Was it? Was it really bad? Yeah, it's the worst performing console. It did worse than the Dreamcast, I think. Oh, I never knew that. <laughs> so, you want about um, the you want about failure rates? I'm on about breaking. The, oh, the sorry, I'm on about break. just general sales. No, no, no. The Wii U, yeah, we know that, but I'm just on about like they never really have problems with their their hardware dying, do they? Oh no, no, they don't go wrong. <laughs> So now we know that Nintendo have kind of like, they're not probably going to be making a dedicated handheld again. They've got the Switch. Mm-hmm. And they're probably going to improve on that maybe every three, four years, Switch Pro, Switch 2, Switch 3, whatever. But so we know where Nintendo's eggs are. Right. We know Sony, oh, excuse me, um, but they're on PlayStation now. They've had PlayStation there for a while. 
they've got pretty good they've had a decent subscription numbers to PlayStation now for a while but they've never really pushed it because it's not their bread and butter Sony's bread and butter is selling hardware and getting people into their ecosystem obviously via good first party games Jap- Japanese um, exclusive games which rarely come out on other consoles in the UK and Europe mm-hmm and obviously now they're starting to push PlayStation now a bit more now and starting to release certain games on PC. Now, just for those who don't know, PlayStation now is... Go on. <laughs> a streaming service. So you pay £12 a month, I think it is, and you can stream, I think there's like... Don't quote me on the number, but like three, four, maybe 500 different games on the service to um, to rent. Not to rent, to, sorry, to stream once you subscribe. Um, the PlayStation 4 games can be downloaded to the console and played, whereas the PS... I think there's PS3 games on there, mm-hmm. and whatever other games have to be streamed. Obviously, then you're at the um, will of the latency and lag issues and all that stuff. So now we know Microsoft, basically, they're going down the route of Game Pass, where you can play... Subscribe to Game Pass, like Netflix, like PlayStation Now, but obviously Game Pass is bigger and better than PlayStation Now, as from what I'm told. And they want basically want they've got ten million subscribers now and they just want to get more and more and more and build it up. Mm. They think this is a hole in the market which nobody else has jumped on. Um and all their games that they make first party are going to be released first day on Game Pass. Now when they said that about two years ago, maybe three years ago, I said, Does that is that mean the end of big AAA titles for Microsoft? And people shot me down and said, no, 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 they're still make halos. And they're still are going to make halos now. But what I want to know is, are they going to throw the money at those titles? Like, mm. like God of War, for example. Yeah. Are they going to throw the budget at them for something that could be completed in a week and then someone doesn't resub in a month? I believe that almost every game they make will be a, almost a service game like Sea of Thieves. I think Halo will be like Destiny 2. It'll have its own story, but it's also going to be about that kind of loot and the raids that they're going to add to the game all the time to keep you subbing to play. Mm. Um, Forza, it's going to be about, you know, um, they're big games anyway, but once they're... Oh, what a goal. But once they're... Um, <laughs> Who's playing? Sorry, mate. Um, Brentford versus Swansea, it's 3-2 now. <laughs> but, but, well, sorry to them, but, but if... If they go down that route, I mean, Forza's probably going to be a normal, um, what you call it, racing game, but it's huge anyway. But they will probably add something to it to make it extended longer and stuff. But I, I just don't, I don't get it. Like, me personally, I mean, I don't have all the, 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 the data and I know there's people way clever from there. But do you see this gap in the market, Ant, that people want to sub to games to play like so you could sub and you could have 300 games to play next month would that satisfy you or would you just be happy like because the way we game and i'm not saying everybody's mean you <laughs> but are you happy just paying 40 pound once every two three months for a game 50 pound whatever it costs and playing that game and then buying the odd game in the sale or seeing what you get in playstation plus yeah that's how i'm happy doing it but i'm i can see the appeal of this because i love netflix yeah love netflix and if something that I want to see pops up somewhere else, and it's not on Netflix, I'm not yeah. that bothered because there there'll be something on Netflix. Yeah. 
but I'm not as into film and TV as I am games. I'm much yeah. more on the pulse of games. If there's something I want to play, and I and it's not on PlayStation, I'll be pissed off. <laughs> I'll be yeah. grumpy until I get my hands on it. Yeah. Like, I was... Like uh, Cuphead, which came out yesterday. Yes, Cuphead. I was, I was a bit salty that that was on Xbox for so long until I could get it on my Switch. Um, get and, it on PlayStation now? Yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> but yeah, but I mean. like it's, it's, and it's been a while, and I never jumped on it on Switch, and then uh, someone said to me, oh, Cuphead's coming out today. I was like, what? I haven't <laughs> bought it yet, but I will buy it at some point. Oh, it's so Which, good, Dave. I hope it works out for them. But, you know, like, they've got 10 million subs at the moment. The mm. one thing that a lot of people seem to not talk about is that a lot of those subs were bought when Microsoft did that really daft $1 offer. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember? Yeah. I, but now, it sounds good, though, because now they can say, oh, we've got 10 million people subs. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But here's the other thing, and Netflix, I think they reckon Netflix has got, like, 100... Is it 120 million subscribers? Uh, probably more, isn't it? It's like Google. Yeah, well... Yeah, but let's just say it's 120 anyway. It's not important if it's more or it's just a fraction less. Yeah. But they're still in massive debt. Yeah. I don't understand how. I really don't. 182.8 million subscribers. That's but, a lot. Yeah, and they still don't make money. But um, I just don't know. Say if I had Xbox Game Pass. and Let's say, say Game Pass. Say no. Say I'd finished God of War. It's a single player game which you can finish in a world two. Finish God of War, finish everything else. So you finish The Last of Us and then you finish Ghost of Tsushima. Then I'm thinking, well, I don't need to be on PlayStation now anymore because I've finished those single player games. That's where stuff like Sea Thieves works for Microsoft. Yeah. But I don't know. I don't want to sound like I'm negative about it because I think it's a really good idea. But I just, I just think outside of Microsoft, you know, like Xbox fans and people who love their stuff, like, is there many people who think, well, yeah, I, I, I'd love to have a 300 game library, but then there's my moment you unsubscribe, like PlayStation Plus. You lose that games library. Yeah. And I, I don't know. I just like the fact that I'd like, if it was me and I was, if PlayStation did that now, I'd be like, I'd, as stuffed as it sounds, and people would go, you're fucking dumb. <laughs> I'd rather much just buy their free exclusives a year for £120. I don't know. I can't explain it. I, I don't. I don't exclusives here anyway but I just don't see the point in sort and then possibly not even playing anything with Netflix it's hassle free isn't it I think that's it that's what I love about Netflix you just yeah. turn it on and there it is everything well not everything you want yeah. but there's there's something there I mean you say you finished those three or four big games but there's another 285 I mean 295 games yeah. there to play but I find when I've got overwhelming choice I just yes like Netflix how often do you want Netflix scroll through and watch nothing yeah yeah it's like oh, there's nothing the to thing. watch <laughs> it's like there is I just don't fancy Netflix start making money because the stuff they're making is getting more and more expensive bigger better mm. they're making films to compete with Hollywood now how long right before the studios at Microsoft saying right well we want that game and they're going well we want, I don't know, let's say a million pounds or a million dollars for you to have our game exclusively on there. And they go, all right, then we want it exclusively on there for a year before we can start selling it. They go, well, if you want it for a year, then you're going to have to pass 1.5 million. Do you know what I mean? Mm. The, 
at some point, the studios have to start asking for more money, and I don't know. You don't want to sound like... I, don't, I just don't know. I just... I, obviously, they know better than me. And like they said, they're not making money on it at the moment. But their, their idea is to sell it on PC, and then people saying, well, Xbox still make money. That's fine. I, it doesn't bother me if Xbox are making money on PC, PlayStation, Nintendo, uh, Macs, iPhones, whatever. It's good that you can play Game Pass anyway. It really is. But I just... I, I don't know if there's that... I don't know if there's that huge swathe of gamers that want that. Mm. I don't... Well... Have you heard anyone talking about Google Stadia? No, I don't know a single person who does that. There are, mate, when I talk to people about games, right, if they're not you and they're not people on CVGSC um, or Adam from work, all they, and Adam's another one, all they talk about is Fortnite, Call of Duty and FIFA, and none <laughs> of those are ever going on Game Pass, are they? None of them ever. No. So they're never going to get the, any of the big... Multiplayer games on Game Pass. That's not happening. Plus EA access for access of their own subscription service, don't they? So do you think they're going to be these games and have microtransactions? Who Microsoft? Yeah, to top up this, top it up. No, because I, I don't think they'll have microtransactions. I think there will be microtransactions in the game, but I don't think it's going to be like you need them to finish games. But it's just. Apparently, when you've got Game Pass as well, you can buy a game on there for a discounted price if you really enjoyed it and stuff, which I think is class. But mm. obviously, yeah, I do that with VA Access, but I just, I don't, I just so, I can't see how that service ever takes off if Xbox. I know people say, but you can get Game Pass on PC, which <laughs> is great. But you also have Steam sale on it on PC, which is fucking nuts. You could probably buy for say one hundred and twenty dollars. Let's say it's one hundred and twenty dollars to rent. Game Pass for the year. You could probably get about 100 games <laughs> on Steam with some of the deep sales they have. I just don't know, Ant. I just... Let's say let's put the sales together. And let's not include the Switch sales. Let's just include... Or let's include 50% of the Switch sales. How many Switches have been sold so far? About 30, 40 million? Oh, I don't know. Should I Google? Say... Yeah, go on. And then... <laughs> I'm the Google man. I'm a Google stuff. But uh... I think there's only about 130, 40, like console gamers out there if that what am I looking at Switch sales yeah how many Switches sold currently 59 million right now I would probably guess that 50 million of that 50% of those have a second console as in they probably had an Xbox or a Playstation first would you absolutely or a PC so let's say 25 plus Sony's 110 is it PS4's yeah PS4 and then Microsoft's sold. got about 50 million units sold. So maybe let's say 200 gamers out there, console gamers. 110 million. I just don't know how they get even close to 20, 25 million subscribers on Game Pass when Netflix, which could appeal to every possible person on the planet, only has 180 million. <laughs> That's a good point. But also, with Netflix, you don't need to buy a console first. <laughs> Well, you don't need a console to Game Pass. You've got a PC, and they're on about getting it built into TVs at some point. But built into TVs know. is smart. If they build it into TVs, it could be a big success. Yeah. If you don't need to buy the Xbox, then it could work. But you'd have to yeah. obviously stream everything. You couldn't download the big games. Yeah, I don't know. And I just, I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't care if it takes 
Microsoft because it looks like Microsoft are moving out the marketplace with Sony and saying, look, you do that, we'll do this. And, you know, like I see people saying, well, you must be mad to buy Sony games. What they, um, what that they charge for a game and then Microsoft are giving us games free. But did you see Halo the other night? It, it, it must have a tiny budget compared to what Sony give their teams. It looked terrible. It visually. Great gameplay they, was, it looked fun. But visually, it was terrible. I was like, it's just I, I actually, the same I thought, too. I thought, I thought before that show, I thought Microsoft are going to. Honestly, I thought they was going to fucking tear Sony a new one really? with games. Yeah, I did. I thought they're going to fuck it. The way they was talking, Aaron Greenberg and Phil Spencer. I thought they're, they're fucking confident, man. They know they've got something big up their sleeve, and I thought they're going to rip Sony apart. Yeah, like visually, because of how powerful the Xbox is and all this and the money they've got. And then I thought. Fucking hell! When I seen it, I thought the money you lot have got, you should be, you should, have, <laughs> like you should, you should, you should be. I mean, The Last of Us look better than stuff that you've got coming out, Nick. Nah, man. No, I just don't. I don't get it. I don't get it at all. It's a it's a strange situation because they haven't really concentrated on first party stuff. They nailed it early on yeah. in the last gen because everyone loved Halo, everyone loved Forza. Those were the big games and everyone loved Xbox. Xbox yeah. was the console, Xbox 360, until the end of the gen when Sony but caught up. But They've never really expanded the library, have they? They've no, never looked... Oh, Gears of War, that was another one. Yeah. But they kept releasing those games, but the games didn't evolve. They looked better. They did yeah. a few different things. It didn't. It didn't mature. It didn't drastically change. It never had an overhaul. Yeah. And even now, rolling into a new console generation, they've shown Halo. Halo. It looks worse than the current gen stuff at the moment. I know they've mm-hmm. said it will look better going forward. But and in a matter of months, it's not going to improve that much, is it? <laughs> They're not so. going to rebuild character models, am they? I mean, it's mad. It's a gameplay's king, but when you buy a new gen console and that you expect it to look uh, you know like when Assassin's Creed come in it's like fucking hell that's showing off the pair of the PS3 and the Xbox 360 and it's like wow but I don't know mate I just I'm a bit unimpressed yeah sorry I'm very very unimpressed with what the show I just thought it was going to blow us out of the water and like for example let's say Rare I don't know what Rare have done the last few years to be honest apart from Sea of Thieves and I think they made something else before that Mm. but Right, so let's look at, say, Sucker Punch. They made Infamous. All right, it wasn't the best game, but it was a good game. Um, they made Infamous. Um, that's bullshit what he's just done. Last Light, which... Um, <laughs> you got to stop commentating on the football. Sorry. Well, the, the Brentford manager picked the ball up, and then as the Swansea player went to pick the ball up, he threw it away. He should be booked for that, really. He should be, totally. Sucker Punch. <laughs> yeah, so... Um, He's going to book him, yeah. Sorry, mate, it's all kicking <laughs> off. So what was I saying then? So they made Black Light, which was really good, which was like The Flash. Mm. And then um, they made Ghost of Tsushima. That so seems some, like a big step up, doesn't it? Yeah, and I know it's the same sort of open world game, but it's they've done what they've done. So then you go to Naughty Dog. They gave us um, Uncharted. They gave us Uncharted, um, the game with... Um, What's it called? Chloe um, Lost Legacy. 
Yeah. Right, and then you go to Last of Us 2. So there's three games. Right, one of them's a kind of shorter game, but they've still done it. Uh, and it's it's not that short. It's pretty big. Yeah, yeah, but they give us three games all in all. Two, If you say two full games, well, no, like however, The Lost Legacy is quite big. Right, then you get to Insomniac, who've only just gone exclusive to Sony, like be bought by Sony, but they also gave us um, Spider-Man and Ratchet and Clank, two very different games. I know the third-person games were very different, and you know, um, who else is there? Um, Sony Bended Days Gone. What's the other studio? Santa, Sony Santa Monica only gave us one game, but what a game it was in God of War. Mm. Uh, Quantic Dreams gave you. I'm just. I keep keep going on. I'm not going to keep going on about them, but like, all I know that I know they're making the new Fable game, but then Playground, they just kept making Forza. And obviously, the other studio, which was the driving studio as well, they make Forza, which to be fair, they are cracking games. Um, and now someone will say, well, Polyphonia only make racing games. Well, they do. And I'm not going to say Polyphonia better than the um, Forza devs. I'm not going to say anything like that. So that's preference. But I just don't understand, like, for all the money Microsoft have, why the studios aren't just let loose? Mm. I don't think they trust them. Sony put a lot of trust in the studios. It feels like they do anyway. Well, Sony, to me, they're like Marvel, and I'm not a big Marvel fan, but they let they get pitched. But obviously Marvel have a plan, but then the directors come in and they can add their own ideas. Mm. But they get pitched, and then, well, that's your idea. You, you go with what you think they don't. It doesn't seem like they interfere and say, well, no, you actually, you need to do this. Because mm. they know, the execs seem smart enough to know that the creative guys <laughs> should just be let to do their thing. Yeah. Unless they're yeah. too creative, like Kojima, <laughs> they need a little bit of guiding. And the thing is, if Sony, if them games had sold bad, it probably would have found that they would probably would go back to making stuff like Killzone and that again, not that they sold brilliantly then but they probably would go back to trying to what's known and trusted mm. but Sony a perfect balance saying well people want long games so for the long games you need to make them open world or a bit like what Naughty Dog do huge hub areas mm. and you, you need to start adding in these light role play game elements etc and they've done all that as well do you think that comes from Sony or do you think that's just the um... I do think a part of that is Sony because if you look at Horizon, Spider-Man, God of War, um, Ghost of Shima, Infamous, they're all these kind of open-world games, and I think it's obviously you don't want people buying games and trading them in after a week, which is mm. still possible with those games, but yeah, to make them last longer as well, that kind of it is the staple a bit like they've got Uncharted, which is the most linear game they're making. My that I can think, would mm-hmm. you say? Yeah. Four opened and, up a bit, but it was still pretty linear. Mm-hmm. God of War, the same, quite linear, but it does have a massive world to uh, traverse, uh, travel. Sorry, not traverse. Uh, but mm, I don't know. I just think with the money Microsoft have got, you'd think they would like they'd they, be on it. They've only just bought those studios. Maybe in like two, three years' time. We'll see a big explosion. Of well, that's big the games. other thing, isn't it? Phil Spencer's been saying for ages, like, oh, all our games will be on Xbox One and Xbox Series X and mm. X. But now, half the studios they bought are saying the games aren't going to come out on Xbox One. They're not oh, coming out for two, three that. years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they've kind of like backtracked and contradicted themselves on a lot of issues. And um, 
Well, it's a lot of fan service, isn't it, that it's going to work on the old Xbox and the new Xbox. But I think they're saying that because, like you just said, all the game studios they've just recently purchased won't have next-gen games ready for a couple of years. So I feel like they're not going to properly get going for a couple of years. Mm. And then they'll get going. Yeah, but by then, I mean, Sony could have sold 25, 30 million consoles, couldn't they? Yeah, that's true. But in a couple of years as well, people might be like, oh, new hardware. Can't fancy a bit of new hardware. Maybe I'll yeah, have an yeah, Xbox yeah. as well. Yeah. Although it could be like Switch 2 by then. I don't. The one thing I don't agree with is the people saying Xbox has got a massive launch lineup because Game Pass, you know, there's going to be like 500 games on there. Well, that's... It's not. It's not the reason you buy a new console. Is you buy a new console for new experiences, better graphics, uh, features, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, and I don't. I, I. I don't know what Microsoft have done with the UI or the XMB yet. They don't see all they've been talking about is grunt really, and I don't know. Just. That's I think really at yeah. this point it's Sony's to lose. The, possibly the sales war in the first year. If there is a sales war anymore, because maybe Microsoft will look well. We just need to sell 25 million units, 50, 40, 50 million units, and hopefully we have like 75 percent of those take up Game Pass. Maybe that's where they're going. Yeah, I mean, if you're buying an Xbox, you're probably gonna get Game Pass because that's what you're into, unless you're just. But you still need Xbox Live to play Game Pass games, don't you? I do, yeah. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> you need Xbox Live to play um, Fortnite, and I think there's another one, whereas you don't with PlayStation. Is that, is that right? That sounds yeah. wrong. No, that's right. Oh, my God. You can't just yeah. play the free-to-play games. No, you need Xbox Live. Oh, my God. Yeah, I never knew that. I remember I when play. I had an Xbox something or other, you needed to have live to um, watch BBC iPlay and YouTube. I -hmm. thought they'd have sorted that shit out. That's crazy. So I paid my licence fee to watch BBC. I should be able to watch it for free on the bloody Xbox. Yeah. Mad. Yeah, you need your licence. The licence covers it all now, doesn't it? But it should do. Yeah, you need your TV licence to watch Netflix a lot, man. A TV licence? Yeah, I was sort of reading something about it the other day. It's passing in law, isn't it, that you can't, like, have... Um, or cover, like, BBC iPlayer. Um, and I don't know if it's Netflix or another streaming service, but it's going to cover almost everything, the BBC TV licences. And people are saying, well, it's wrong, because you should have the option to opt out. And I agree. I I would probably still opt in for BBC, but I do think you should have the option to opt out of um, BBC. You can opt out. Well, you just you just don't pay it. I think the government are trying to make it not a criminal offence to not buy your licence fee. Yeah, but, but what the Tories, the Tories are always anti-BBC. But you can't think it, can you? You can't buy a TV without proving you've got a TV licence now, can you? Can't you? I just ordered my telly on the internet. No one questioned Did you put me. your address in? Uh, well, yeah, it was delivered here. There it's just go. Amazon. If you, yeah, but yeah, but if you haven't got a TV license on there, they'll you probably get an email saying that you can't have the TV. Seriously, Chris, Chris, you know Grolsch, ask him. But when he went to buy, I don't know if it's a PlayStation or something like that, or a TV from somewhere, 
and they asked him for his address, and they says, oh, sorry, we can't sell it yet, because you haven't got a TV licence. He was like, I don't use a TV. And he, he said, I had it ready on his phone to prove that he doesn't need a TV licence to purchase TV, because he only uses Netflix, but that's all changing. Oh, Google, Google it all. It's, I just think it's wrong. I think you should have the option of opting out of the BBC. I think if they did that, you know, I think loads of people would opt out. They would probably go under. Maybe. Which would be a shame. Yeah, it would be a shame because they do make some really good stuff, but I I can hand on not say I I don't watch much TV like that anymore. I don't. I watch hardly any. I'd rather the BBC be a streaming service that you could sub to. (laughs) Yeah. All I watch is, if I watch BBC, I'll be watching it on iPlayer. Yeah. They've got some good stuff. I just, they've got the most balanced news. That's the other thing. I listen to the radio. If you've got, if you have the radio on, it's usually a BBC station. Mm-hmm. And I use, uh, right now we're using BBC Bite Size for homeschooling for Nor, where we were before they broke up for the yeah. holidays. Because Nor school's not been the best at supplying. Well, oh, my has been terrible on Avias. It's shit, isn't it? I'm just shocked at how bad it's been. Yeah. Yeah, it's been absolute shit. Mm. Have they found homeschooling? Just to go on a bit of a tangent. Well, it's hard, eh? Because they have to go to the cafe with Heather and she's busy and so oh, she can't really... So, she's trying her best, but we can't wait for him to go back to school now. Well, you know. Didn't even think about the fact that neither of you were home. No, no, it's just for normal life. That's the same for us, really. Weren't they able to go to school? They could have done, but there was just too much hassle around trying to get on me in and out different times. Yeah. Just a joke, really. That's a shame. Mm. Have we talked about our movies yet? No, let's get on to it. Shit. Yeah, <laughs> I just thought. Right, the streaming club. Well, talking about... Oh, the two films on Netflix uh, were 13th, and then the one on Amazon Prime was American Sniper. Now, I've watched 13th a long time ago. It's been a long time since we've recorded, um, and I yeah. can't remember the details of it, but I feel it's a film, or a documentary, rather, yeah. that you should watch. Yes, especially in this climate. Yeah, in this current climate, absolutely you should watch it. It's about um, systematic racism focused in America, um, but it is a worldwide problem, worldwide mm-hmm. issue, um, and it absolutely should be watched. And I think, yeah, the current climate with Trump in charge of America, when they showed that footage towards the end of Trump's speech over yeah. the way some modern-day black people were being treated... And they yeah. paired it with footage from the 1950s or 40s, the way black people were being treated then. Yeah. It was so shocking. It really yeah. brings it home as to... Yeah. And the language he uses at his rallies. It's, yep. it's a fucking disgrace. There's no yeah. two ways about it. It's despicable. Yeah, it upset me watching a lot of it, to be honest with you. It really upset me. Yeah. Um, because you, you look at some of the footage from... That that documentary, how old it is, and you think has has much changed? Yeah, and it hasn't. But if anything, mm. it's got worse with yeah. Trump in charge of America. Absolutely disgusting. I mean, the other day I was. I'm not going to go into deep discussion about it. So I, I try not to talk politics, but I was at work and um, someone mentioned Trump, and I don't say nothing. And they went, 
you know, I like him, dear Dave. And I went, no, he's a fucking prick. I says, <laughs> all his, look, I said, look what's going on there now, fucking. And they went, do you know he's done more for black people than anyone else in our country, even black Obama? And I went, what the fuck are you on about? <laughs> I went, because you've read it on Twitter, on the internet. I says, he hasn't. I says, get, I wasn't getting into the facts of him because these people I talked to at work, they don't want to know. Mm. So I'd, I'd seen that. And so I started, I went on Twitter and I went on the internet and I found some good news articles on it and stuff. And uh, he hasn't done fuck all compared to previous administrations. He's just full of shit. He's full of it. The bloke's fucking, uh, he's a maniac. He is. He's unstable. Yeah. He's already said he won't accept defeat in the next election unless it's a landslide one. He didn't say that, but they need a landslide. Otherwise he's going to appeal and that could go on for months. Well, yeah, I've I've heard that he might not actually leave the White House. Yeah, it's like you've got to go. Right? You've got to yeah. go. Can you imagine him doing the handover? You know how like one president yeah. meets yeah. Obama did it with him, and he wasn't yeah. happy. You could tell he wasn't happy because he mm. knew, obviously, any sane yeah. person knows that Trump's a fucking idiot. Yeah, he's just in it for himself. It's absolute. Oh, it's it's a joke, American. Politics right now, it's a joke. England and only... America. Well, yeah, yeah, that's very true. Can't um, throw stones in our glass house, can we? <laughs> What's the fucking chances of having two absolute bellends in front of the two countries like that? And the boat, oh, Boris and Trump. Oh, but God. Then you go back to that other documentary we watched. Um, the, 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 oh, the, the Cambridge hack. one. The great hack, the Cambridge Analytica. Yeah. yeah. That's how we got in this mess. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. But yeah, systematic racism. Obviously, it should be this should be watched. This film, it really should. Thirteen. Yeah. On Netflix currently. Ugh. Yeah, it's right. brilliant. Yeah, it's very good. And and if you haven't watched the great hack, if you still haven't got round to that, watch that as well. Yeah. That's really good. good. Also, Netflix, both those on Netflix. So it's going to be a heavy evening if you watch both of those. Yeah. <laughs> but well worth it. Set a few people straight. Depressing. Yeah. Right. The other film, American Sniper. This was the one we both took a long time to get around to watching. That's why the podcast yeah. has been delayed. Yeah. Um, but uh, go on, you leave. You picked this. You well, when I, when I started it, I was. Um, I didn't like the intro. I didn't like the first maybe 15, 20 minutes. And, and I was kind of like, oh, man, is this going to be like a fucking advert for American soldiers? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> can, uh, I just, can I just butt in? This is what? why I don't genuinely like American war films. Mm. Because they just glorify America too much. There's never yeah. any consideration for the opposition. And I know, generally speaking, they're... Well, no, I'm not even going to say that. There's no wrong or right. Well, I think there, could I think be. there was moments in this where they did. There, there was moments in this where it was kind of like you could see in Chris Cooper's eyes, like that he didn't want to fuck it. Like he felt bad at times, didn't he? Like that scene um, on the roof where the butchers drilling the kid. Oh, that was horrible, and yeah. then killed. You know, and that was showing you. That was kind of showing you both sides to an extent that. They were butchering their own people out there as well. Yeah, anyone um, who spoke against the regime, basically. Yeah, 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 and we've known that for years, haven't they? These, um, was it ISIS who was going around and killing Muslims who wouldn't 
join their mm-hmm. Muslim because really, there's different types, isn't there, of, um, of Islam, yeah. I think. Um, and like basically extremists, and they've been killing them, and anyone who's gay and all that stuff. And um, that's what I meant when I said I don't normally like American yeah, because that's how they I, go. By the end of the film, I did enjoy it, and I never knew. I knew it was a true story, but I don't know if some of it's like exaggerated. But I did know that, that he was like the he's got the most kills ever in American history, as he or something like. I but, think um, that's for a sniper, or yeah, yeah. But yeah, he had 124 or something, didn't he? By the end, I thought he said 160. Oh, maybe I don't know. But anyway, but um, um, yeah, uh, the, the last scene I never knew that, and that really upset me. Really upset me at the end. Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't even know it was a true story. Oh, didn't you? No, you picked it. I didn't. I never. When you pick a film, and I know I'm going to watch it, I don't look into it till I go in as blind as I can. Yeah, and it was a true story, but I never knew the guy had died. And um, when he went out, and he was just helping, wasn't he? Yeah. He was just trying to help veterans, and like she was looking at the blog strange, and I thought, oh god, is he going to try and get in the house or something? Because I thought there was another ten minutes or something. And then it just faded to black as she shut the door, Sienna Miller, which was a great shot. And then um, it said, uh, Chris Coyle was it? Chris Coyle um, mm. was killed by the veteran. He was trying to help that down. I was like, oh, God, the way he was interacting with his children. And I was like, mm. fucking hell, man. And it did, it brought a tear to my eye because I was dead upset then. Yeah. Well, he, but, goes, um, he goes through the. I, was, no, I, wasn't, I was expecting him to just be a hero. And then it, it obviously showed the flip side. Of being, yes, uh, a soldier in the, in a war, you suffer terribly mentally. He came back; yeah. he c- couldn't adjust to being a, a normal American everyday life. Struggled, really struggled. Couldn't couldn't adapt back. Was really fighting his demons. Got himself back on the straight and narrow. Found himself. Went back to his cowboy sort of roots. Yeah, was helping other veterans who were struggling and then yeah it would this it just ends he goes out to help another veteran just another day helping a vet and the vet kills him you don't I, I was going to google and find out I the am going to google it I am yeah, yeah I do want to know, know what why. happens but that yeah, the actor who played the guy that would kill him if the film carried on yeah I don't know if it was his acting or Sierra Miller's at the door yeah. But obviously you knew because there was a massive lingering shot from her, but he just looked like the sort of person that would do it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The look he gave when she came, when she sort of looked at him. Yeah. I thought, yeah, he's he's a wrong one. What's I'd like happen? to know if there was a reason or if it was like PTSD. You know what I mean? I'd like to know if it was, if there was a reason he killed him or it was just like he, he was still suffering and he just... Yeah, or if he's just a... Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, God, who knows? But I did, I, by the end, I did the only part I really didn't, like I said, two parts I didn't enjoy. I didn't. I thought it was a bit slow in the start. Um, and did did we ever find out what happened to his brother? Uh, that, I was going to ask you that because I thought I'd missed it. Very strange part that was to add that in where his brother says "fuck this country" because I thought he's going to top himself. He's when he goes home because he was on his way back home, wasn't his brother? I was like, "fucking hell, is he going to top himself?" Um, I, I wasn't sure where he was going. I thought he's either going to get killed on this mission that he's going on. Mm-hmm. Or he's going to top himself, or he didn't look um, like he was enjoying the army life. Yeah. And you already knew he had a shit deal, because they'd already yeah. like said, oh, 
you know, the the door to door guys, which is what his brother was going through the streets of yeah, Iraq, Marines. Syria. Yeah, I think it was Iraq. Iraq. Um, they're the guys that get killed most and all that other stuff. Yeah. And he had a real protective thing about his brother, didn't he? Yeah. But um, and then the, I didn't like the right at the end when the when they went into the sandstorm. I couldn't see what was happening. I couldn't, and I thought that was. I get it. It's a sandstorm. It's meant to be, like you meant to feel the confusion they felt. But we're watching a film. We want mm. to see some it, and that's mm. why I've never really rated the Blair Witch until the last ten minutes because you can't fucking tell what's going <laughs> on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. You're there to be entertained visually. I guess so, it puts you a bit on edge, but I just felt like I the resolution of the film wasn't happening. good. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, like I get what what the possibly the idea behind it was, but yeah, it just I thought he was going to die there. Did you? No, because I I knew it was a true story. Oh. <laughs> I, I knew I knew he, I knew he came back because I knew there was a book, but I never I obviously thought he was still alive, but I never knew he died um, then. How but many I, years I, after was that from his time in Iraq? I couldn't tell you. I couldn't tell you. It didn't say, did it? It didn't say. At any point in the film, it didn't say this is this time, and because there was a huge leap where his kids just grew up. Yes, and it didn't yeah. say like six years later. I don't think you need to do that, though. To be honest, yeah, I, I, I like it when films do it the way that Clint Eastwood did, not that. I can appreciate it, but when it's a true story, and there are dates. Well, they did say tour one, tour two, tour three, and I think that's kind of like your. Hint, mm. because obviously they come back and they have so many months off before they go out, back out, don't they? Mm. And like they said at one point, he'd been over there nine months. Mm. But you know, it's true to own how they did that. But I, I did, in, I did, I ended up enjoying the film. Um, apart from two sections, like I say, and there were there were only short sections anyway. But for me, again, both films again, I'd say a thumbs up for both films. Yeah, I would. Two more bangers. Yeah, I think so. And I, a roll. I wasn't sure about American Sniper when it started, like you. No, yeah. I had preconceptions, especially when I saw Clint Eastwood. Clint Eastwood's Eastwood. name. I just, yeah. Just because, not because he's old. Got no problem with that. He's very old. Yeah. It was his political views and him doing an an all American, yeah, army film. I thought this is going to be. A bit much, but it wasn't. Mm. It was. It was good. Maybe 90, because it was a true story. Isn't? Yeah, he's yeah, he's ninety. Don't know how old that film is, American Sniper. I think it's about two thousand and fourteen, maybe. Oh, okay. He's doing very well, isn't he, for his age? Yeah. Have you seen the Mule? No. He's in that, and he, God, he looks frail in that. Mm, I've seen him fairly recently doing political stuff, and he looks really frail. He's a Republican, isn't he? Yeah, gun-toting Republican. Yeah. I don't um, listen to any of that stuff he comes out with on that. <laughs> no, I'm surprised it would put you off. It would put you off, Dave. I'm surprised he gets anybody to work with him, because I've seen in the past some of his views and stuff, so I'm, so I'm actually shocked people work with him still. Yeah. But he does make a pretty good film. Yeah, he does, to be fair. Right, so we just said they were both bangers, didn't we? Yeah. Where's the thing... Is there anyone here you want to put in for best anything? I actually want to put 
Me personally, I think Chris Cooper's going to probably be our best performance now for them. For it, if it's actor or male, we're doing just actor. Actor, male, female, just actor. Just actor. I would possibly say yeah. I think I think Chris Cooper was pretty damn good in that. To be fair, Chris Cooper, and that was. It um, is Chris Cooper. I've gone with you. I think it is. I'll Google it now. I'm sure it's Chris Cooper. American Sniper. Oh God. Um, best supporting actor. Still an empty slate there. She put Miller in. She was oh, good. Bradley Bradley Cooper. Bradley oh, Cooper. Was, His name was Chris in the film, wasn't it? Yeah, Bradley Cooper, 2014. I was bang on with that. That's the first serious role I think that I've seen him in. Really, he does. He's done the mule as well with Clint Eastwood. He's, he's damn good in that as well. Makes me worry about his views <laughs> if he keeps working with Clint Eastwood. <laughs> Americans like, but he looked like him, though, didn't he? When you saw the real pictures of the guy, there was he a striking resemblance. Pretty good uh, resemblance, yeah. Mm. Uh, best documentary. Let's put 13th in there. It's the only one we've had so far. American Sniper was you. It was a hit. It was me. And we're saying hit. No one's had a miss yet, Dave. We're going to have to take some risks soon to make it interesting. Yeah. <laughs> right, but I don't think our next films are risks. Well, I haven't heard yours, actually, but I know you have a, a high opinion of the film I've picked because you've seen it. Yeah. I, again, have... I can't wait to watch it again. Oh, that's a great sign. Um, we don't go out with a podcast. Right, so my pick, and I'm on duty for Amazon Prime this time, is The Prestige. The Prestige. And yep. you, on duty for Netflix, are picking... I think it's called Apollo 11. Oh, Apollo 11. Yeah. I haven't seen Documentary. It. Oh, documentary, enough documentary. Mm-hmm. Apollo 11. Are you, is that the name you said you think? I think, let me just, I'll Google it quickly, but I'm pretty sure it's Apollo 11. Just go on Netflix, see if I can find it. Yep, Apollo 11. Apollo 11. I, I read today that Neil Armstrong and um, Buzz Aldrin, who filmed this when it was on the moon, have been nominated for um, Best Cinematography. <laughs> Really? <laughs> yeah, like Amazing. what is it? Forty years, fifty years after the fact. <laughs> Apollo Eleven, Netflix. Let's was delete. Nineteen sixty-three. They went to the moon. Was it sixty-three? Um, hang on, I can tell you this because that's one of my quiz questions I've got prepped. Oh, the moon landing was nineteen sixty-nine. Oh man! My quiz question is part of a uh, what came first. See if you can get it. George Clooney or the moon landing? Who came first? Let me just quickly think. 69. Okay. George Clooney. 
Yeah, born in 1961. Yeah. And he was in his late 50s. <laughs> you can maybe help me with this, but we'll do that after. <laughs> um, right. So that was Game Club. No, no, it wasn't. That was the Film Club. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, next picks then, just to brush over it, uh, just to recap it even. The Prestige on Amazon Prime. I think there's new on Amazon Prime. It's quite an old film. There is one particular podcast, uh, the IGN UK podcast. They go nuts for this film. Absolutely love it. All their guests, the last question they ask is, have you seen The Prestige? Did you like it? Mad boy. What's this on? On the um, IGN UK podcast. Do they? They brilliant love film. it. They did a, a cinema screening of it for all the IGN UK podcast listeners who mm. wanted to go along in London. They did a cinema screening of it. It's it's it, it's up there in Ireland's best. It, it's just oh, it's yeah, it's amazing for me. Then, well, I'll see if I like it. It's got a lot to live up to, but I've, yeah, I can't wait. I can't see it not living up to because don't read anything on it because it's such a special film. I'm not going to read a thing. And then your pick on Netflix, another documentary, Apollo Eleven. I said thirteen, Apollo Eleven. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Anything else? Any talking points? I'll tell you what, we'll, we'll end here and then me and Dave will talk about the start of The Last of Us Part 2. So if you okay. played the start, let's play, play the first day to be sure we don't spoil anything. Okay. And there's just one scene I want to talk about. <laughs> well, Dave. So let's wrap the podcast. Thank you for listening. Uh, this was the We Don't Go Out podcast. Uh, you can catch us on Twitter at We Don't Go Out on Instagram at we don't go out uh, if you want to get me I'm at Anthony Hulse on uh, Twitter that's H-U-L-S-E Anthony as an H and Dave is at King Henry is it yep. King Henry? King Henry yeah that's right uh, yeah and we'll catch you next time unless you're sticking around for the last of us chat so here it is Spoilers for the start of The Last of Us 2. Do not listen if you do not want a massive spoiler in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. What the fuck when they killed Joe? Joel. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> Terrible. Oh, Terrific my scene. God. My blood was boiling. I was livid. So evil. Angry. Yeah. I want to know what he did to get them that angry. I wonder if they'll make us not like Joel by the end. Um, I've just reached a certain point in the story anyway where you catch up with a certain individual. So, mm. And uh, I turned it off because Heather was in there and I was like, no one's ruining these next few moments for me. <laughs> So I'm going to blast through that in the morning, try and get an hour or two on it and then do that. But um, I like a lot of the... Have you done any flashback scenes yet? One flashback scene, which is where they go to the museum. Who's that? Joe and Ellie. With the dinosaurs? Yeah, the museum, with the space and the dinosaurs. Yeah, absolutely fantastic um, part that was. Brilliant. But yeah, uh, did you put the hats on all the dinosaurs? Yep. Did you get the trophy? Yep. Good. So <laughs> yeah, I like all. I loved all that. I loved the space part. Um, 
that same with Joel, just I was enraged when I was playing this Abbey because I was like, huh? When he turned to Abbey at the start, I was like, what's all that about? And then as I was walking around, I was thinking, is she like stealthily trying to get into Jackson? And I was like, no, don't tell me she's coming back for Joel and um, it's Ellie, isn't it? Ellie. Ellie. See, I keep getting mixed up. So I'm going to go and play with me, Cordell. <laughs> um, and then when obviously Owen says to her, like, um, are you sure you want to do it? It's huge. You know, we've got to find him. And I was like, oh, fuck. So then I was hating playing as her. So I was thinking, I don't want to play as her because fucking my objective here is to get to Joel. I didn't know if it was Joel. I thought, I didn't think they would hurt Joel. What? I didn't. I thought, you okay. You are so naive. <laughs> <laughs> I thought, okay, we don't know who they're after. It's a massive place. This could be a completely separate story and Ellie and Joel are going to get embroiled. I'll tell you what I didn't like at the start of it, how Ellie and Joel were sort of awkward with each other. You'll find out why. Okay. Yeah, because that was hor- a bit awkward, wasn't it? It was but jarring. I didn't like it. Yeah, but you you want you'll appreciate that when you get to where I've got to. Oh, so a, can't wait. There is a flashback scene you'll see before that. Mm. Have you done the flashback scene yet? Where I've only done one with Joel and Ellie at the museum. Yeah, have you finished that? Yeah. Is, doesn't she go into another room building across the lake and a ball scares the shit out of her? Oh, a uh, uh, boar. Yeah. 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 Didn't you see what she'd seen on the wall? With the fireflies. Yeah, and did you read what it said below it? Um, I can't remember what it said. I think I took a screenshot. It said lawyers. Yeah. What am I missing? Oh, come on, Ant. <laughs> what did the fireflies say they had? Oh, yeah, Ellie. Basically, a potential they, cure. They, they said the potential cure, yeah. So mm. she sees that, obviously, and... Yeah. What does it set in motion? Because she knows Joel took her at the hospital, but mm. Joel told her that there was no cure, didn't he? Well, I know she's going to find out about this. And this was my first clue that something was going to happen to Joel because he told, he confided in... In Tommy. In Tommy. I thought, okay, so this information is going to get back to Ellie. Yeah. Either because Joel is going to die and not be able to tell her or just because Tommy's going to have some loose lips. And then she's going to find out and it's going to cause some drama. Yeah. Oh, but that scene where they fucked Joel up. Absolutely. When they shot him. Oh, it's just angry. In his knee. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then when you come in and you're like, when you get into there, I was thinking, right, I'm going to fuck these up good and proper now. Mm. When I when I got into the building and then it cut to a cut scene, it's like, no, fucking <laughs> let me go. I want to fucking kill every last motherfucker. <laughs> oh, it's so, oh, it's such good story, Helen. That's what it is. Have you caught up with anybody yet? Um, no, I'm still I'm still finding camps and be like, oh, this is probably like with behind Tommy. I was caught by some people, and they shot the horse. <laughs> Yes, that bit's brilliant, isn't it? Yeah. Not the shooting of the horse. <laughs> no, no, but I mean, like, the way it happens. Then. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know a lot of people won't like it, but I don't love violence, but I love the violence in The Last of Us too. I just think it's... It, I've seen a lot of people saying, does it need to be that violent? But it just fucking fits the world. 
yeah. so well. I mean, it's, it's way to get further in, and some of the ways she has to deal with stuff. I mean, but this is effect. I don't, I don't know if you've got to this part in the game where sometimes you get locked underground and there's a red light bulb, mm. and the infected are walking around, and it's just got this music which is like pulsating, like, <laughs> but it's like dead, nasty, and grimy, like, and you're like. It's like some of a Nolan movie, but like a horrible Nolan, an 18-rated Nolan movie. <laughs> and you're like, fucking hell. Just brilliant. Like, you know, like, obviously, all those great music tracks and stuff in there on the guitars and that, but then some of the actual ambient scoreline score. Mm. Yeah. So good. I mean, obviously, a lot of people saying Ghost and Shima, they've played both, but Ghost is their favourite game of the year, but fucking hell, man. It's going to have to be special to beat this for me. I've had people on other podcasts who've done both saying Ghosts is like a really pretty game from 2014. It doesn't do mm. anything new. It just it's perfected. It's done a few, pinched a lot from other games, blended it together really well. It's really good, yeah. but it's nothing new. But it's very good. Yeah. But the Last of Us 2. Oh, it's just so special. Naughty Dog are so good yeah, at narrative. The- the first two, three hours, I was thinking, I'm really enjoying this. But then I was thinking, where are all the nines and tens coming from now? Because this is, like, pretty standard. And then when you get to where I've got to, say, Seattle Day 2, mm. where you start to open up more weapons and you start to, like, upgrade paths more and then you meet different groups fighting against each other. Yeah, they've been hinting against this. Well, not hinting. I've seen some all The out. notes. Yeah, well, the yeah, notes and... Then, and um, I can't remember what they've referred to them as. It's been a few days since I've played it. But when I get, you get to the TV studio and there's there's, there's corpses hanging. Bodies. Yeah. Yeah. And it was the people you're looking for. They're the people that have been killed by this other group. Yeah. It's like, Jesus, what the fuck are we getting involved in here? Yeah, yeah. Should've well, it just Jackson. gets worse and worse and you start to meet up with these other people and, you know, like in you find bodies here and there with notes and then you find notes for people who've had to be split up and mm. it's just it's, it's depressing but great but it's still it, it's still yeah. very gamey in that sense yeah yeah like you you find i wish there was a a more elegant way to do it because most people wouldn't write a note and leave it around <laughs> it makes you. sense in this though when you see some of it because sometimes they're leaving notes to say I got separated from the group. This is where I'm going. Blah blah. You know what I mean? Mm, yeah. Some of the notes say that, and then some of the notes are like, "Don't forget, this is the code for this." If to get your supplies, or mm. sometimes it's a suicide note. Some of them are. Yeah, it still feels a bit. I know what you mean. I know yeah. what you're saying. Yeah. Like, but I don't think there's any other way you could do it really, because obviously, it's an analog world again, isn't it? Yeah. In The Last of Us Two, and you know, apart from, you know, there's no mailman, so you can't send letters. <laughs> yeah. Too. Um, you know, there's no... I suppose they could have pigeons, but... I don't know if that'd work. <laughs> but, um... To me, it's... Not, I, I do know what you're saying, because I do sometimes think, with all these notes still be left around, and, like, in the... Like, you open a drawer, and there's, like, one, like, collectible card, but that's the gamey part for me, like, collecting the cards and stuff. Yeah. Like, it wouldn't bother me if I went through the whole game and there's no collectibles. It was just 12 trophies uh, for playing the game through. I kind of wish with the cards, those like superhero cards she finds. Yeah. I wish you could find doubles. 
Oh, that'd be great, wouldn't it? Yeah, that'd be great. Because then, if you miss one, you could get it later. But also, yeah, maybe you could meet another character. It's like got cards. Swap them. You can only get them by swapping. That's a really cool idea. That is. That'd be good, wouldn't it? I like that. You should you should actually tweet that to Leon Drupman. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, me, Neil. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I've got yeah. one idea. <laughs> yeah, I've got one idea. Why didn't you put part and swappable cards in? <laughs> but, yeah, um, I've just seen one video online which ruined a time, not ruined it, but showed me a different location oh. with, with Ellie fighting. And um, so obviously, I know I've got a bit to go to reach. Well, I don't know if I've got a bit to go, but I'm, I'm not reaching that part yet. Mm. Every time I see something, Last of Us 2 on Twitter or anywhere, I I yeah. start reading it, and I'm like, oh, it's it's Last of Us 2, and I just scroll yeah. by. I get that out of my face. See, sometimes when I was playing it, I was stealth-killing everyone. Mm. And I was thinking, I hate using the weapons properly. I'm not using, like, the... You don't need to use the weapons on the infected, really. You should be able to navigate the weaker infected without yes, causing absolutely. the ruckus. It's when you get to the humans where you need to get a bit nasty. And, um, you know, when you get your explosive arrows and you, know, you can distract a few into a group and then you fire one. Oh, my God. Mm. It's just mad. It's like a puzzle game then, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I, I do love the combat on it. I just... It's, it hasn't changed that much, but the fighting, the, the hand-to-hand combat, I it's love the animations that. that make it look better, more fluid. Yeah. There's a lot of animations in there. Have you been diving in the old uh, picture mode? I haven't, to be honest with you, no. Um, no I I've really done a know. few. I've done a few. Sometimes... I've done a couple, but I am a bit disappointed with how many I've done. But um, mm. No, it's not something I've really spent a lot of time in this time. I did it. I think I did it at the start with Joel, and I didn't touch it after that, I don't think. It's so beautiful, the game. I remember early on when you're just on your horse going through some really heavily wooded area, I was just, look at this. It's so beautiful. It's insane. Yeah. yeah. So good with you and... I can't remember your partner's name. Tommy. No, no, no. The girl. Oh, um, Dina. Dina, yeah. God. So stunning, that game. Yeah. i got to get back to it. i got to stop being pulled away by Provo. Yeah, just, I've, I've got off that a little bit at the moment. I think it's because I've watched so much football... I will have my mm. moments where I go back to it, but um, like I say, if if, if um, I get my PS5, I'm probably going to go FIFA for one year. Just okay, because okay. I'll actually have a FIFA game where Leeds are in the Premier League and the stadium will be in there and everything. <laughs> oh, that's true. That's good. So, that's a good point. That'd be nice. Then I'll be messaging you going, oh, and you've got to get this. this. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm tempted to put, um, when I come back a holiday, because I'm going to try and finish that I think I'm going to have a break before I play Ghost, but I think I'm going to do try and play a lot of Dreams when I come back and get into some of this VR levels people have been making. Yeah, good good, good shout. I've completely forgotten about Dreams. Because I heard somebody called Noah Cyrus made a music video in Dreams for his new song. Oh, I did not know that. I bet he's on mm. Sony Columbia. <laughs> God knows. I bet but, he is. Uh... I bet he's signed to the Sony music label. <laughs> Will it shock you? No. <laughs> um... So, I want to play a bit of that, but then I bought my friend Pedro the other day, and it was on sale. On the Switch? No, on the PS4. No, of course not on the Switch, you don't turn that fucking thing on. <laughs> no, I just don't, I can't be asked to buy games 
digital games, especially on that, if I know I'm coming to PlayStation or there's a chance of coming to PlayStation because I want my digital library all in one place. So what did you buy on Switch? Nothing. The kids have got... I've got a couple of digital games, but the kids have got all the Mario games and they haven't then. But they just don't play it. It's just... H loves Fortnite, but now, because he's got NBA 2K, was it, free yeah. on PlayStation Plus last month. He's mad on that. Him and Evie both love that. Have you watched and, the last dance yet, speaking of basketball? No, I haven't. Oh, Dave, it's so good. I don't, it's just... I don't... Because I see basketball, I think, don't want to watch that. <laughs> You watch that rolling trailer, it's so good. Well, oh. When you pause on Netflix and it plays yeah. the trailer. <laughs> I, I should it. do, really. I think I'm going to try and watch. It, um, is, it is about the basketball, but it's more about the characters. I've told you this. I've told you. I'm not going to do it again. I think I'm going to try and watch both our Netflix uh, film choices before I go away anyway, to be honest with you. Yes, I've got to get on those. I like watching yeah. them close to when we record, but if I leave it too late I might miss it so I might just jump on it and maybe make some notes well, might make notes I think Sir Paolo will be quite easy to remember yeah quite memorable and I think prestige because I know a lot of it anyway I just need my mind um, refreshing yeah I might get the kids to sit down and watch up with me oh kid friendly yeah not like Stranger Things <laughs> oh god that was a mistake Dave yeah Eva Eva yeah we've had a bit free dreadful nights so we're going to bed oh I can't believe you never watched watch it. She wants to watch it. Oh, God, mate, I forgot about it was. <laughs> yeah. H wants to keep watching it. Oh, is he? Oh, yeah, he's a bit older. He's almost 10. Yeah. Maybe he's 10. Yeah, he's 11. 11. Next month. Excuse me. He's 11 next month, so. But, uh, yeah, he wants to watch it. Um, so we'll, we'll crack on with that at some point. We'll probably watch an episode every other day or something. Mm. Well, um, it's nice watching it through again, though, because you realise how bloody good it was. I Second like season was a drop, wasn't it? But... Yeah, but not that much of a drop. No, that one extra episode didn't help. Mm. But season three... Whew. Yeah, back to uh, all guns blazing again, wasn't it? Is it getting season four? It is, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's going to be like adults. Yeah. To be honest with you, I think they probably only get to five seasons that pushed you. Even that's pushing it, unless they jump forward a few years and into like the nineties. <laughs> I just don't get it. We've, we've, it must be that big for Netflix that they don't want to call it a day. With it. You know, like the Crown and that they've already, and that's massive. But they've already announced the end to those seasons, haven't they? The Crown and stuff. Mm-hmm. And you just think, how big is Stranger Things if they can't even say right two more seasons? It's it's really big because. If you say Netflix to anyone, yeah, I think that's like the one show they associate with it. Well, our friends, um, we've had them for been friends with them for years, but we got really close to them over the quarantine, and um, it was right in there. And Sarah, Andy, and then the other couples, Matt and Lindsay, and Lindsay was saying, "What's that like? That Stranger Things?" Says, "Oh, it's brilliant." I says, "If you was born or raised in the eighties, and not us, it's just." Throws so much nostalgia at yes, but it's just a really good show. And uh, she goes, "It's scary," and I went, um, <laughs> "I says not really, but obviously I'd forgot." And then um, she thinks I can't watch anything scary. She says, <laughs> "I just shit my pants." I went, um, "I says, well, you should be fine with it." I says, "But don't watch it with the kids." And then obviously I watched it with mine, like it did. But um, <laughs> I didn't take your own advice. No, I didn't take my own advice. But um, 
the, the, I think they get put off because it's kids, but I was trying to say to them, watch it because the kids are like the humour, the light part of it because it mm. is bad. Yeah. Have you watched it? They haven't watched it yet. They will do at some point. I'll, I'll convince them over the holiday to watch it. Yeah. Because my son was saying to me, you need to tell Andy and Sarah to watch this. Says, they should, but they're like more, like the, he texts me because he's not up to date with TV and he sent me the advert for the Umbrella Car Academy 2. Have you seen mm. it? The trailer. Mm. It shows you the first three minutes and he says, this looks good, mate. Are you going to watch this? And I says, I've seen the first season, mate. I'm just waiting for that to come out. The second season. And he went, oh, I thought this was the first season. <laughs> and I says, no, nah, this is the second season. I said, um, he says, there's two there. And I says to him, excuse me, you want to watch The Boys? You'll love that, because that's proper adult-like. And he's like, mm. oh, I'll give that a whirl. But have you seen the trailers for The Boys? Have you watched The Boys yet? I've seen a couple episodes that didn't gel with me. Oh, man, they showed you a trailer for season two. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> Just looks brilliant. I do want to get back into that. I want to get into um, that Nazi one on Prime as well. Yes, um, I know what you're on about. I want to watch that. Mm. Who's it? Oh, it is Al Pacino. I was going to say Al Pacino. It's it's got a... I can't think of the name off the top of my head, but I know what you're on about. I want to see that myself. Mm. Oh, dear. All right, so that's the end of the extra. I'll cut that shit out, though. That's the end (laughs) of the extra bit, and we'll catch you next time.